Thrive Leadership Podcast in three, two, cue music. This is the Thrive Leadership Podcast. It's a place to connect you to nationally acclaimed leaders, their insights, and ideas on how to help you thrive in every area of your life. On today's episode, comedian John Christ. People think I can just roast every topic or go after anything. I can only go after what you have already thought. People get angry at my videos because of the truth of them. Now your hosts, Brad Lominick and CJ Alvarado. Hey, welcome back to the Thrive Leadership Podcast. I am your co-host, Brad Lominick, along with CJ Alvarado. Whoop, whoop. What's up, man? Doing good, man. We have a it's guest good. host. We do. This podcast has gone to a whole nother level. Whole new level. Whole nother level. Our funny friend, John Christ. That's how you're going to introduce me? That's the way funny I'm going to introduce friend? you. Our funny friend. <laughs> oh, start it over. <laughs> What's the difference between somebody you're interviewing and a guest host? What are my well, responsibilities? He- here's the difference. The reason to have you on the whole episode, instead yeah. of just having a feature interview with you, okay. is because you can provide context Oh. You can provide color. That I can just we can riff back we and can forth. Riff. Riff. Yeah. That's why because so when Lincoln Brewster was here, he wasn't. Oh, of course not. Okay, yeah. I get yeah. it now. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Lincoln's yeah. too big of a deal. Oh, so he, he was just like a, he was a guest. <laughs> he doesn't have time. Yeah, he wasn't a on guest the Thrive Leadership Podcast that makes to sense. Yeah. be a guest host. He's yeah. a feature interview. He's down there thriving right now. He's thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. We don't, yeah, yeah. We're here. We're at Thrive Leadership Conference. Yep. We're backstage or whatever this room Kit put us in. Uh, it's it's some kind of board. How would you describe this, John? This room right here is like a like a like a pastor that like had a fall from grace. <laughs> but the <laughs> but the but the it's still here. We're like let's just not use it because yeah. uh, another it's, pastor can't move into here because right. it's kind of like not haunted. But it's yeah, just yeah. like let's just board that right. one up. A little let's bit. let's set yeah. the context for people <laughs> listening because they're not seeing what we're seeing. But oh yeah, we should have described we're that. We're surrounded yeah. by shells. Otherwise, if they're just guessing, like what is right. in what that room? That yeah. Wait, how do you describe? A room what is in that room? No, it's like you know how, like, if you like in uh, the movie um, Richie Rich, mm-hmm. you don't know that movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You've never seen. He's that like, movie. oh yeah, yeah. It's like mm. basically the, the kid's dad is like super rich. He's like this this boardroom type mm-hmm. office with all these like bookshelves, mm-hmm. but there's no desk in here. But all the shelves are still in here, but right. they're empty. There's still, no like, books in the shelves, and there's green carpet. And this it's is very, like, like Winchester Mystery House esque. Mm, nice oh, pull, like CJ. You know what I'm saying? Winchester Mystery House. I right. like that. <laughs> right. You guys like, we need to do the podcast, but we need like a room. And they're like, we don't have any extra rooms. And then somebody taps you on the shoulder. <laughs> what about, oh, yeah, we do have, you know what? We haven't been in there in a while, but we do have that room that yes. is still technically yes. available. This room actually has a, probably has a name. Because it's some kind of boardroom, which in yeah. most churches, has that been your experience? The boardroom typically would oh, have yeah. a name because somebody donated yeah, somebody. a certain amount of quan, and they, <laughs> they therefore then got to yeah. name that room. I feel like that person wanted their name off. Yeah, after the incident. Yes, after the incident. So now right. there's just it's just like a closet. We don't even, yeah, I don't know what's in there. It's great to have John Chris as a great guest host. Strong opening. Strong opening, good to have strong strong opening yeah, here. Yeah, anyway, leadership. Leadership. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Welcome back to all of our listeners, all the... All the uh, 17 <laughs> listeners we're up yeah, to now, CJ. Right. Since John's on this episode, he's going to tweet out or MySpace out, whatever mm-hmm, he does, yeah. to create awareness and goodwill among his people. Yeah. I, might... conne- I just need an Ethernet connection. <laughs> right. I gotta, I don't. I can find one anywhere. You didn't bring there. your cord? I'm like, no, where's the... You didn't bring your cord uh, with you? No, I have the phone one there. Like, it's the bigger one. Was, why would I have one of those? I didn't just bring it. Yeah. We're here, and it's uh, we record on May 4th, mm-hmm. which, yep. by the way, can you guys fill me in? I, I feel really... Yeah, the Uncultured. You. Don't you don't need to be filled in. It's yeah. just like it's, a, but it's everywhere right yeah, it's now. It's horrible. It's annoying. Dude. Yeah, people would get on like May the Fourth be with you. Right. It's the thing you're talking about, yeah. right? It's like Star Wars. I never seen it. 
Who knows? I don't even know what it you, is. Well, you've never, you've seen, never Star seen Star Wars. You're well, totally I, no, I, you're no, I grew up in a, uh, I grew up without a, a TV in my house. All right, we got to dig into oh, that. Wait, dude. We yeah. have to you've dig watch into Richie the Rich. No, and I saw Richie. Well, I snuck away to my buddy's house to watch <laughs> Richie Rich, dude. No, I didn't. We were in a, we rented a TV to watch the Braves in the World Series in '95. Or rented a TV to the house. Okay, you got to paint the picture here. Okay. For those who don't know, the John Christ. <laughs> you're growing up in Atlanta. Grow up in Georgia. Yep. You're born in the mid '80s. Yep. So 1995. Yep. You're renting a TV to yep. watch the World Series in your house. Why is that so weird? That's a, that's bizarre. Well, Braves were in the World Series. Right, but it's not about the Braves here. It's about oh, okay. the fact that's that your okay. family was yeah. renting a TV. My parents were uh, Mennonite. Okay. You know what that is? I do know it's what like the Mennonites Am- are. It's like somebody has a joke about oh, like Mennonites are different than Amish people. So right. Amish are like conservative it's, Mennonites. Yeah. One of my comic buddies has a joke about Amish people because they think God told them that the proper amount of technology happened between 1957 and 1959 in all of history. Because, right, <laughs> they can use everything up till then. And right. then that's when anything electricity-wise or right. that, that's when they're out. Like, how did you decide on that year? Slow dryers out, TVs out, what? computers out, internet out, but like anything prior is good. So they have engines and stuff yeah. in there. They have wheels, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheels, yeah. cars. <laughs> he said wheels. No, no cars. No cars. Yeah, horse no, and buggy. buggy bro. Yeah, horse and buggy. So now it's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now it's the horse and buggies legally for the roads have to have blinkers on them. That's electric, though. Yeah. Yeah, so they have got those. And I was like, y'all are, come on. Come dude. on, y'all that's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> You're the son of a Mennonite pastor. Yep. Well, he's not, he, he broke away. Okay. So grandparents are Amish, then Mennonite, and then my parents are the vineyard, the Atlanta vineyard, as my dad was the pastor of. Right, which that means you went yeah. from... And then, so I'm not even Christian, but you know, it was oh, a long... According to the Mennonites <laughs> and... and oh, yeah, yeah. that's like, probably they, true. They, they, <laughs> like, he gone, dude. He's, he's over there <laughs> doing do? dancing. What's he doing? Driving a car? Get him out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Got banners in the yeah. room. Yeah. No, but we, I remember in 1991, when the Sid Bream slide happened, yes. we were all in my kitchen listening on the radio, and I remember praying that God would give them to make a run. I'll never wow. forget it. We, all our family was sitting there. But that seems like it's in the 70s. You know it what really I'm saying? does. Wow. That yeah. seems like, but it wasn't. Yeah. So that's where all my like jokes and stuff kind of come from that. Yeah. I talk about the same thing everybody else talks about, but from that kind of Christian worldview, kind of. Mm. Which is what every comic, like Louis C.K. or Chris Rock or anyone would say, write the jokes that only you can write. So Chris Rock writes a joke about growing up in New York on the streets and being black and racism. I can't do those jokes. But he can. Or if there's a comic that's overweight or a comic that grew up yeah. in an abusive house, talk about the stuff that is, is special to you that no one else. So then your so, jokes can't be stolen. They can't be stolen. Yeah, because they're, 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 they're yours. They're yours. Yeah. They, yeah, they come from a true spot. But comedy, given that background, like what gets you into comedy? Well, I was one of eight kids. So like I said, a lot of like... I <laughs> Where mean, were you in the third? So it's a lot of like... Uh, Everyone, I feel like, in my brothers and sisters had, like, a thing. So we were always trying to fight for the attention of yeah, our parents, sure. okay. obviously, because there's yeah. a million of us. And everybody had, like, there was a brother that was real business-oriented, make a lot of money. There was a worship leader. There was an athlete. There was a guy that was, like, a construction worker. Cause my dad was, like, he did stuff, and he could do that. And I had no, like, thing. But I was always, like, Quick-witted? Sting. I mean, I've only been to a comic for, like, Eight years, but I guess you could say I've been my whole life. I've been making jokes. So that was proving itself early on. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Elementary. Yeah. Oh yeah, school. yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "Can you please like do something funny?" If something ridiculous happens in the family, they're like, "Chris is gonna." Or like everybody still now in my family, there's like we have a group text. Somebody does something ridiculous, everybody directly texts me like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so what was the process of leaving Atlanta? Yeah. 
Take us back to just after high school, yeah, college years slash early twenties. You talking about the parole? Yeah, the uh, that <laughs> the season. incident. Oh, okay, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah, season. Yeah. I didn't want to describe it. <laughs> yeah, that, well, Christians love seasons, dude. Yeah, we yeah, love, we I do. just going yes. through a season right yes. now. I am just in a season. Like what? Winter? No, it's an emotional season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I talk like that. Why do I talk like that? <laughs> That's your thing. I'm just in a season. Yeah. Right now. Who should. are you thinking of when you do that? Yeah, That's voice. the guy from Family Guy, isn't it? Oh, like, isn't he? Isn't he? Well, yeah. I always think you're you're doing church lady because I knew oh, church yeah, lady. Yeah, that was definitely church lady. A lot of church lady. Oh yeah. Struggling right now. Just praying for a ram the thicket uh, yeah that's i don't know i don't know who that is yeah uh i so i went out to speaking of only telling the jokes that you can tell so i grew up in church homeschooled dad was a pastor one of eight kids worked at chick-fil-a in high school went to christian college and i moved out to colorado springs to go to focus on the family that's like the Christian. Whoa. I didn't know that part. Yeah, of yeah, your that's, story. Yeah, that's like so. I was like, I got them all. You got every box checked. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat me. No. Dude. Yeah. So focus on the family. Yeah. You were there for. I was out there for a semester. Ended up staying out there because I just loved to uh, ski and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about the the, the current John Chris career. Which, yeah. I mean, you're a comedian. Why are you putting that in quotes? <laughs> you put it in air quotes for people that didn't see. He goes, well, you're a comedian. Well, when wow, I say, I mean, very like, hurtful. you do stand-up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which to me, stand-up is what stand-up. Is, yeah. But I think the thing that a lot of the church world... Yeah. Which is a lot of the listeners that are listening to this podcast, pastors or mm-hmm. church staff. You know, yeah. They've probably seen your videos. Probably. At some yeah. point in the last several months because... Yeah. Your videos are incredibly funny, but they're also one of your hallmarks at this point yeah, in your career. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, so people like see me in the airport and stuff like that. They, they don't know who, like at this conference, if they say we got all these people, we're at Lincoln Brewster, we got Bob Goff, we got John Chris. They don't know who John Chris is, yeah. but they see me like, oh, that's the guy the from video the, like guy. John Chris mm. has no value as a name, but then they <laughs> see me like, oh, I know that. So the people in the airport are like, are you? They're like, we don't, where do we, do I... And I'm like, yeah, I make like videos on the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what, but I walked into the green room. This is a true story today. And the lady goes, hey, are you the guy who's supposed to be bringing in the water? No. Yeah, 100%. I tweeted it, 100%. And I was like, uh, no, well, I'm the, no, I'm the comedian. But, so, but I like that. I'm kind of the man of the people, you know what I'm saying? You are. Right. Yeah, yeah right. People. right. Yeah. I mean, give it two more weeks and I'm going to be, you know, too good for this podcast, you know. I'm going to have a compassion booth at my, okay, sorry, guys, come on, let's be serious. What's your favorite video of the video you've done? Uh, you got him. You got him on that one, too. Way to move on. Way to move on from <laughs> yeah. that topic. Yeah. Uh, no, I listen. I'm just trying to be a good host here. Right. And a, and a good gr- interviewer. You're doing great. What's your... My favorite. Yeah. Like, what's the one that uh, makes you giggle still? This... Bit? All right. So, every time I put out a video, it seems like we don't... Like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Because they're, it's they're hilarious, too, but it's, yeah, it's too, true, like, it's though. too real. Yeah. Almost too real. So it's like, oh, man, like, that's hilarious. But, like, I, like it's, I wish it was a little, like, I'm at a series called Church Hunters, which is like a house hunter spoof about churches. Which, it was pretty much mocking the uh, seeker-friendly culture of church these days. And everybody's on my Facebook, and they're messaging me, you should let the Holy Spirit direct you to a church. And I can't believe you would choose a church based on the why. I'm like, yeah, I, that's what... Yeah. yeah, I'm What's agreeing with you. I'm, you know how no jokes work? Like, go to my, he says comedian. That's what, yeah, you know how, like, satire, do you know, right. understand how this, but I don't, like, so the perfect joke is supposed to be you lead people up to a cliff is the setup, and then the punchline is the other side. So people have to jump over. So if it's too far away, everybody's going to jump, and then they're not going to get over. But if it's too close, 
they're just gonna step over and there's no reward. Like chicken cross the road, it's like wah wah. You mm. got the joke, but if it's too far, like if I made a joke about um Who's the cucumber in VeggieTales? Larry. If I made a joke about Larry the cucumber going to like a Carmen concert or something real, real niche Christian, mm-hmm. not a lot of people are going to... Now, the people that do get over are like, that's the best thing we've ever heard. That You've changed my life. Yeah. But not a lot of people are going to get there. Well, I made a video about... Uh, it's called Pyramid Scheme University. It's like instead of like shaming people that join pyramid schemes, I, ha- I wrote a book training them on like how to annoy your best friends like 10 times. And it was too... It was not enough jokes in it. And it was it didn't share at all. It has like a fifty thousand views or something. They were like, yeah, this is because it was too real. It's too real. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't that funny. Let's be real. So you can't be like all the jokes I have. They come from real anger mm-hmm. inside of a real. Oh, I can't st- like the Millennial International video mm. came from one of my old roommates who just like woke up at like ten in the morning, was on Facebook for two hours, went to have coffee with someone, and he was like on support. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting up at four in the morning and dragging boxes of merch through the snow, right. like to the airport to yeah. get a layover, to get to a sound check at five thirty to do a show. And you're asking me for that money to give to you? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't be angry about it because that's no fun. But if you package it in a way that's right. like, it's oh, it's cute. Like, no, I think he's like for real angry about this. Who inspires you comedian-wise or comedy-wise? Uh, my favorite comic is Cat Williams. You know who that is? Don't he's YouTube just, him. He's like the most yeah, profane. Yeah. But what I learned from that guy is you would watch him, and you're like, oh, he's joking, but he's not joking. I mean, it was cloaked in mm-hmm. humor, but he's like, he's not joking. Like, and that's the best comic. The best comics, you have a guy like Adam Carolla or Chris Rock or those guys. I honestly listen to them like they should be preaching at our churches. Minus mm. the sex and the, and the mm-hmm. language and the vulgarity. These dudes are talking for real. Like, they're not sugarcoating things. They're saying how life is, whether it's racial or culture. And they put it in a way, you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. I got a joke about uh, that uh, gorilla that got shot at the zoo. The kid yeah. got into the cage, right. and then they shot the gorilla. And I was like... I'm just saying, we shot the gorilla? I mean, if we had to shoot one of them, I don't know if we made the right choice. But everybody's, like, shocked by that, right? Everybody's like, I can't believe you would say that. And then I go, how would you feel if you were sitting in your office typing in your cubicle and a Bengal tiger walked in and they shot you? (laughs) So when you put it like that, you're like, oh. I was like, the gorilla was the only person in the whole situation following instructions. Right. He was like, this is where y'all told me to be. Yeah. So when you expose an issue like that, you go, oh my! Comedy is like the best for that because it's it's it lowers the uh, it's not divisive. It's kind of like oh, well, you can you laugh. Uh, Christian girl Instagram was one of the ones that I was like about framing up your devotional photo, <laughs> and it was everyone was like, it's like how to frame the perfect Instagram devotion to get the most likes, which is like the most ridiculous thing. But everyone was like resharing it with the caption like, yo, I do this, but this is hilarious. Yeah. So the victims of the joke were like. They weren't mad at it. They didn't feel attacked. They were like, yeah, this is ridiculous now that we think about it and check this out. And now I don't see them as much as I used to. And when people do post them, they just, other people hashtag Christian Girl Instagram. And then they, it's kind of like, a, oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't probably stop doing that. <laughs> Which is not everything I do is not supposed to have like a message. Sometimes it's just yeah. like funny for funny's sake. Everybody's like, Christians are obsessed. Like, what's the message? I'm like, when I do a show at a church, they're like, so you're going to do like an hour and then like bring it back around? I was like, no, you hired me for jokes. Right. There's other people to bring it back around or you do that tomorrow or I'm, that's not my job. Dude, one of the things that I've come to like appreciate with the videos is like it kind of feels like no one's safe. 
And I dig yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had the whole like millennial international thing, which yeah, I think yeah. is hysterical. And then we, there's the Easter thing that like oh, working pastors on Easter. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, but I dig that, and I people, I think people can just like appreciate the fact yeah. that nobody's safe you know yeah so if i if i was like go let's say every one of my videos was going after like yeah. pastors you'd be like dude yeah yeah like who's yeah, who yeah. are you angry at like, right we get it like you got fired from a church and now you're mad or whatever yeah. or if everyone was going after women or like dude who dumped you you know what i'm saying mm. yeah my next one is uh me and beth actually made one about uh, it's a support letter We're trying to raise money we're going to be uh, missionaries to the scuba instructors in Aruba and we need 10 grand a month. So it's like, it's right. like people, now people are like going on mission. It used to be, remember it was like 500 bucks and they would go to Africa for like three years. Oh, yeah. Now it's like six grand for a Cancun spring break mission trip so you can exactly. prayer walk on the beach. Right. Nah, yeah. <laughs> this is blowing up that topic. And so that's like, but it, I mean, I feel like if I, if I do a show for an hour, hour and a half, you can't laugh at all the other ones and then, then one about you be mad. Right. Like, it's eventually going to come around, probably, to something you do. I posted a video before Christmas of a Starbucks, $5 Starbucks gift card. And the caption was, the perfect way to tell that perfect someone in your life, I don't care about you that much. <laughs> a so $5, star, right? Yeah. A fi what are you going to do with a $5 <laughs> Starbucks? That is so disrespectful. You can't even buy a, a coffee. Right. Everybody else is in line. It's like, oh, there's not much. You owe another. And then you're like, everybody's in line behind you. Like, dude, what are you doing? They're just trying to get to work. It's like, anyway. So I post that, and a lady messages me. I've been following you for two years. Uh, this is when I unfollow. This is across the line. But think about it. Why? Why? Why would she her. say that? Mm. Right? Yeah. I was like, either she received one, but that probably wouldn't. Even, but, or you probably just gave her. Or probably just gave like fifteen right. to like coworkers or like <laughs> right. your <laughs> right. Yeah. So that is direct attack, and that would make someone mad. I would imagine if those other people also followed me, I could see how I would. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hilarious. That, that's so true, though. Yeah, but why would you would not like? So people get angry at my videos because of the truth of them. Right. That's the only. You wouldn't be mad otherwise. Yeah. Like if I. People think I can just go up there and just roast every topic or go after anything. I can only go after what you have already thought. But now you didn't verbalize it like that, but you were like, oh, yeah. I know, like, when you see a pastor going crazy on Easter, you're like, I... You know that. You've seen it. Yes. You've yeah. seen it. You're like, well, my church had, like, a helicopter flyover <laughs> with a pastor in an Easter Bunny costume throwing out candy. <laughs> this is not that far of a stretch. <laughs> no, because no, there's lots of people who... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Go yep. That so if you did, so if I did a joke, we're in in uh, Sacramento. If I did a joke like, what's the deal with people in Sacramento loving Italian food or a stereotype that is not true? The joke just goes nowhere. The only reason you were like, oh, is because you that's already a thought that's in your mind. Mm -hmm. So I can't do anything I want. It's actually the opposite. My videos would not go anywhere unless people sh I cannot have the following to make them go anywhere. I rely on you, everyone else to connect with it, and then spread it. It's actually a great lesson for communicators, too. 100%. Just... Yeah, you can't just, like, if you haven't connected with your audience, you can't just go out there and bash. If you want this message to travel, you got to package it in a way that people want to buy it. You mm -hmm. have to write the intro. you got to get guys to do uh, whatever it's called for you because they know them. Endorsement, yeah. yeah. Why can I not get to the word endorsement? Wow. I was thinking a preface or something like that. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. A forward. Yeah, forward. That's just the longer endorsement yeah. that you actually end up writing instead of right. them writing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
If you yeah. were doing your own show, yeah, what would you call your own show? My show? Yeah. Well, we talked about pitching a show called Is It Christian? And then we just go to things and decide. We mm. sent a, uh, for the uh, Dove Awards, they asked us to do a thing. And I was like, I wrote them a whole script. I'm going to go to John Foreman's house of Switchfoot, decide once and for all if he's Christian. <laughs> so I'm going into his house. I'm like looking at his cars, like, mm, treasure's not in heaven, clearly. I'm like, so I'm looking at all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm reviewing his social media. I was like, all right, in 2007, do you not work at churches? Like, oh, well, no, we kind of, oh, do you not even care about encouraging the body? And then the other guy's like, oh, is he working bars? Like, oh, do you not, like, and then we're like deliberating, like, so I don't know, like, look at this, like, it's a lot of surfing. And then we're like, but I don't know if it ever got to John Foreman, but I think if he saw it, he'd be like, <laughs> go for it. Hilarious. Oh, oh he would want to do it. He Come might want to do it on his own. That's what I'm saying. I was like, but we can never get it to him because I can't get it to him. But I was like, I feel like. He would think that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, other yeah. people were like, wow. If you, had, yeah. if, if you were walking into Mark Burnett's office, yeah. you may not pitch as a Christian. Yeah. Would you pitch something else? Yeah. Not necessarily reality, but just, yeah. you know, Mark's like a guy. Pretty big time reality <laughs> yeah. producer. It's funny that every, like, if you look at everything on TV, like in Hollywood, it's like real, like, niche, not alternative comedy, but it's like, dude, I tried to explain to people, like, wherever you're at politically, LA does not understand that people vote for Donald Trump. If you live in L.A., you'll be like, Hillary is going to dominate this election. Right. All my comedian buddies are like, I don't know, dude. I've been touring around this country for like three years, and there's a lot of signs out between New York and L.A. You have no idea how many people in this country are maybe not Christian but grew up. Christian values. Yeah, or like they know what like five loaves and two fish means, or yeah. they know who Noah is. Even if they're not practicing, they everybody grew up. Because sometimes I go to like a, a comedy club and I just do all my Christian act and they they get it all. Right. I was doing a show in L.A. one time and uh, this comic had a bit. It was a mainstream comedy club. She had a bit on Moses and the burning bush and it was crushing. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, we all know what it. that is. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, we everybody did. <laughs> so that was my first like, because I came up in the comedy clubs and I was like scared to do all these Christian jokes. But it was like, yeah, we know. So uh, all the churches listening, leaders listening, they want to bring you in. So how do they bring you in? If, you, if they, I don't think they want to bring. Do you, you want in. to yeah, go and like do stuff at in. churches? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like a lot of comics. They like to perform in the clubs, and then they're like, "This church wants to have me." I was like, "Oh, I got to do the church because yeah. it's a good like financially. It's a good move to come do a church." But then they rather go back, and I. A lot of comics, when they come to a church, they got to edit out all this stuff. I got to take out all these jokes because I'm yeah. doing a church. When I go to a church, I get to add all these jokes. So I have actually expanded repertoire when I go into church. And I, sometimes I do the clubs. Like I'm doing a run at the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas next week for like 16 shows or something. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be dying to tell like some David and Bathsheba jokes after that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I got to get back out to the people. Dude. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because I'm, I'm kind of like roasting mm -hmm. the culture that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, not necessarily biting the hand that feeds you, but like when I posted that video about Christian music, it was like how Christian music is terrible pretty much. I was like, yes. I rely on radio promotion for my live tours. Like uh, this could be, this is suicide. Yeah, this is I, career suicide. Yeah. But first of all, it better be fantastic mm -hmm. and well-produced and well-written and well. And what's happened is actually people that would be messaging me. I got so many messages like, so, like, are you a Christian, right? Because if I am a Christian, that is hilarious. Right. But if I'm not, then it's, then offensive. it's very offensive because yeah. now I'm attacking 
right. a group that I do not like. But if I am, they love it. So that's if I answer that question for somebody, just like I said at the beginning, that the cliff, or your, that's building a bridge so somebody can walk over. Mm-hmm. So I would never answer that question because that's like they can't figure out what is happening here. Like you immediately get it. You're like, I'm on the same team. Like you never doubted that for once that I was a – why? Mm-hmm. You just knew. Just you were, knew. Yeah, you're like, I seen it and I get what's happening. So, But if you share it to your following – to someone that doesn't know me, they're like, what is happening here, mm. right? So everybody's like obsessed with like, and like Christians are like, just with John Foreman, like, is he with us or is he against us? Because right. if he's with us, everything is gospel. Yeah. And if he's against us, everything is trash. Or Lecrae. Yeah. Is yeah. It, is... So they should be like, he's a believer, but I don't agree with what he said here. That should be okay. That should be fine, but it's not yeah. for us. It's either you're all in or all out. If you have the ability to I'm trying to make this a funny question, but I don't know if I can make it funny because it may come across weird. But we always want to make certain celebrities. Yeah. We want to make them a Christian. Like, oh, we want to yeah, think they're yeah, a Christian. Yeah. You know love, what I'm talking I about? Love this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll decide. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. LeBron, definitely. Oh, Did you right. see he made that basket and he pointed up? He pointed up. up. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, he like, yeah. hit his heart. Yeah. And he, you know, My mom always, like, she watches, like, reality TV shows if she just, like, supports the Christian. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand. Like, they danced a good, good father. She must be a Christian. She has a precious moments doll. I know she's. I was like, oh, she's like drunk in a hot tub right now. I don't know. I'm not deciding her faith, but I don't know if she just should cheer for the Christian. I think Tim Tebow would be playing football right now if it wasn't for what we did to him. Christians. It's our fault. It's 100% our fault. Because what you want from a backup quarterback is a guy that you could be seen and not heard. This is mm-hmm. not my premise. Somebody else told this on a podcast, and I was like, oh, that's a great point. You want to be seen and not heard. So if the quarterback gets hurt, there's a guy that can come in, run the same playbook, do the same stuff, and get you through until the main guy comes back. And what we did to him is made him into a god. So when the Patriots drafted him, all of a sudden, training camp, yeah, it's a they circus. had to buy a new parking lot. And then they're just like, hey, just cut him, actually. Just, we don't... It's too much. We don't need this. Yeah. yeah. It's a wheat, like... And then, <laughs> heaven forbid, but, like, Tim Tebow is drunk, or Tim Tebow... Oh, yeah. Setting him up. Then it, we're out. Right. I'm like, we gotta stop doing this to everybody. I only say that because I'm probably on that track myself. They were like, you can't just build these people... Now, he didn't really ask... I mean, it's... We, like, Brian Regan, great example, he's yeah. like a clean comic. Yeah. And we're like obsessed with finding out. Yeah. Where does he stand? If he's Christian. And he's yeah. like, I heard him on a podcast. He's like, dude, I'm not anything. Like Mormons like love me. And I'm like, I accept him. Great. Cause he go, who go out to Salt Lake. They like clean comedy. Just like we do. Yeah. He goes out to Salt Lake and cleans up for three weeks just because they like clean comedy. It's like, what's the obsession with finding out? Are they on our team? That's I think crazy. I think so much of it is because we want them to be, first of all. It's yeah. good intentions yeah, on, yeah. from that perspective. Mm-hmm, but we yeah. also then want to feel like we're winning. Like in, he's in with this, us. Yes. And, and we've conquered. The, yeah, yeah, we have yeah. another rung on the celebrity yeah. ladder yeah. that we've um, now taken. And I think it would be take it one step further. I think it would be like, uh, uh, what's their names? To do the house show? The oh, house oh yeah, and, yeah. Chip, Chip and, and Joanne. Yeah. Okay, They're another one. So you're like... Look at them. It's a TV show, for heaven's sakes. Right. It's not, they're, they probably fight, but they're like, they're Christian. In a little bit, my faith, it's real. And now your faith is kind of in, or, or Duck Dynasty guy. Right. But then there's a uh, chip and joint, they're like in a lawsuit with somebody for like, 
just general business type yeah, things. Stuff so that like, happens. They, they yeah. got a suit, and I was like, every news article should be like, person does human being things, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Person yeah. acts like human. Yeah. We have set them up so Tim Tebow cannot make mistakes anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. our faith, in a yeah. lot of ways, is in them. That's a trip to me. If Tim falls from grace, he's yeah. gone. Done, he's done, dude. Dude, like he, he's our poster done. boy and glory boy leading, and gutter boy. He bro. was the lead story done. on SportsCenter when he decided yeah. to try out for baseball. Yeah. Lead story. Lead yeah. story. On SportsCenter yeah. that night because he decided to just try out for baseball. I mean, I hope all the best for ever, anybody. Do you guys think, though, that at some point, whether you're a musician, an, an artist of any kind that's Christian, do you think... There will be just a trend of people moving away from doing their craft in Christian industry. Does a guy like Lecrae just end up going like, there's just too much pressure. I'm going yeah, to like a, yeah. you know what I mean? Or I don't know if like um, guys like like Chip and Joanna, I don't know if yeah. they asked for us to do that. Who no. asked and said, please make us the Christian representative. Yeah, right, so exactly. we've chose, but they were like, we didn't, we didn't ask for this label. Yeah. Or like even a guy like me, like I was just like, I grew up in church. I love Jesus. I'm making jokes about my life. I grew up in... I go to a mega church now, and now Christians have decided to make you the Christian comedian. And, yeah, and I'm like, I didn't apply for this. Right? I oh, mean, you I, didn't. I didn't apply for it. Actually, I probably applied and got turned down. But I just. But now, all of a sudden, I have been shouldered with this burden that I didn't necessarily. I do understand that, like, I go to like a youth group, and like the pastor's like, everybody go follow this guy on the internet. He's hilarious. I have a responsibility to those kids yeah. to not post things that would lead them. I do understand that, but like now, people like come on our website and ask me to do Sunday mornings. You mean to come and come teach. preach? Come preach? Yeah. yeah, and they're like, dude, do wow. like, a, I'm like, you don't even know me, dude. You don't know what I was doing on Saturday night. Right. No, you know what I'm saying? But it's not in the contract, but they just assume that you are gonna live in this, the, by the rules that they live by, which yeah. is somebody asks you, are you a Christian? They're not wondering about your faith. They're wondering about, do you... Yeah, adhere to some rules or something. Things. The rules that they decide yes, in every exactly. denomination. That's why maybe well, people leave. Well, I ask leave. the celebrities. That's why people, it's like, we don't, I don't know if they necessarily asked for that right. responsibility, but... Well, thanks for what you're doing. Part. Thanks for yeah, making us laugh. Hey, I'll be back in this office soon, I hope. Feel John Chris, follow him on all the social media outlets. Let's do it. What do I look up when I want to watch a John Chris video? Yeah, oh, just, uh, I don't know, YouTube. Just, just John, John Christ. Christ. Yeah, yeah, you'll find the playlist. C-R-I-S-T. Yeah, yeah. He's all yeah. over, bro. I'm, uh, yeah. You'll find me somewhere. You can't, people are like, I can't get away from you now. First, they were retweeting me, everywhere. and now they're like, I can't. Everywhere I go, I don't even like you anymore. It is funny stuff. Yeah, thank you, brother. And I appreciate the fact that you are a thinking man as well. I try. Oh, yeah. I try, there, there's a lot yeah. of comedians and entertainers and musicians, artists, that you sit down with them and... They got nothing. Okay. Yeah, once you get past that... The initial, elevator pitch. Initial wall. Got then got nothing in there? There's not much behind the curtain. <laughs> so yeah, we're supposed for... to do 30 minutes. I can go on for like three hours. <laughs> we should, we already way over time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again. CJ, do you have any final uh, wrap-up here? I just go, John, man, keep shaking it up. I exactly. love it. Keep we up. need keep it. Pushing, you know what? I go, churches pushing. need to laugh. People need to yeah, laugh. Yeah, I love yeah. that you're shaking it up, bro. Thanks, keep man. it up, man. There's a lot of... Uh, negative comments if you go into any of those videos go scroll down there and just people like just destroy you personally and i stopped looking at those because i was like when i make my next one i don't want those voices in my head right you know it's like when i started youtube i used to have the they would email me whenever a comment oh would come gosh so i'd be like having lunch with a buddy like everything's going to check and it's like somebody said you know, i don't have to repeat it but it was like it would destroy you 
And I was like, what if I just like not, if you didn't hear the voice, it's not a voice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. So people on my like team would like, if there's something I need to be aware of, they would like send it to me, but I don't even see any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. Good, so, man. Yeah. The one bad comment compared to the 99 good ones. Yeah. You only listen to the one bad. Yeah. Like, Plus, you know how it is. Haters going to hate. Although, if anyone has anything negative to say about this podcast, I'm going to be super pissed. We will uh, turn off the comments. Oh, we and just we delete will, their comments. We yeah. will delete you from our community. We'll That's find right. you out. We're gonna, all three of us are going to come to your house. That's exactly. right. Yeah. Well, this is the Thrive Leadership Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for being part of the community. Until next time, we go. This has been the Thrive Leadership Podcast. To download, re-listen to, and share this episode, go to thriveconference.org.